I'm not sorry for every. I offend everybody. So this listen, is very this true. Is just, that why apologize? Why? Why? Why don't we just do an entirely unapologetic show? How about don't, we just start with fuck you? Don't we do that every week? Oh yeah, yeah, isn't that the norm? Oh yeah, we do. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. See, I did it One, again. Two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and Kathy's vagina. No, we don't explore Kathy's vagina. (laughs) We do. Recording live from the Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of an actual perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. I I never get to say that lately. I'm Kathy. I'm Del. I'm Owl. (laughs) Bunny's just chewing on an orange slice. (laughs) I'm Boogie. I'm Unger. Yay, Unger's back! Unger is back! The blood crush has returned! Oh my god, the (laughs) prodigal. Hello, Unger, how have you been doing? (laughs) Can you make something (laughs) up? (laughs) Other than the first of the month, I've been pretty crappy. What what happened the first of the month? I went to Ohio. I think that's good. Did you uh, see Abyss out there? That's why I went to Ohio. Look at that! Did you do some stuff? We went to a concert. What concert? What concert did you go to? Uh, Camp Anarchy. Oh, I don't even nice. know. Nice. What the Big hell? Big punk rock concert in the middle of nowhere in nice. Ohio. In Ohio. Nice. How was the weather out there? Thunderstorms on and off and clear otherwise. Jelly. So jelly. Nice. Sounds. It actually was pretty nice. Sounds pretty Ohio-y. That does sound nice. Ohio-y. That's good. And how was Abyss? Good. It's good? She working? Yes. She's still going crazy, doing stuff, beating people up in her, in her uh, fighting group? Uh, some, I some? guess. We didn't really talk about that much. Oh, okay. Well, good. Cool. That sounds good. Well, you Yay. had at least one You had one good yeah. moment of your month. Even then, though, I had nightmares about work, so. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Let's cut that out. Let's all just uh, stop that. We're Let's trying. all stop mental illness and having bad thoughts about work and bad thoughts about life. Let's just go on and be like Bunny and just chew on oranges. I think we all Just wish we could. Yeah, we really wish. I we mean, could. unless you have a problem with citrus or you hate oranges, that would be a shitty life. But um, I think for the most part, look there she goes. She's doing it all slow, <laughs> cute. She's wrapped in blankets because she's getting sick. Oh. She sniffles today. She was going to sit on the mic too. And she's like, no, this would be bad. And I'm like, what? We would just call it the sniffle show. And she's like, <laughs> or, you know, her nose is stuffed up so she can't, you know, breathe out of her nose. So she would be mouth breathing into the microphone. And to be fair, that would probably make a lot of people stop listening. It would be amazing. <laughs> we would just call it the creeper show or something. Why isn't be- she quarantined somewhere? Well, Why is she out here amongst us? Because she's there to show me her vagina. There's. Oh, oh. He has priorities. Oh my, oh, it's, there there is, is a chair. Oh, thank you, thank you. Happy now, Boogie. I am. I'm okay. actually very happy. I'm. I'm. You know, I'm happy. Very I, I do like women. I really. It's. It's a beautiful. No. I know. It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful. Are you insane? Women are kind of cool, and uh, I'm not going to be ashamed of that anymore. I'm just anymore. Gonna, anymore. I'm not. I'm just, what you were ashamed of it before? Please. I mean, no, not really. But maybe for a moment. But uh, no, not no. really. No. no. I, women are awesome. You and Hollywood Daddy. That's cut from the same cloth. Where is that scumbag? I don't know. I read one of his posts looking for stuff this weekend. So he's around. 
I guess yes. I see. No, he was here like a, a while ago, but I just—it's been a while, and uh, miss having him on the show because he is. We should have him on the show. He again. is a perfect scumbag, Hollywood Daddy. Well, he doesn't listen to the show. He has better <laughs> things to do. Well, um, I, I know he's alive. He's teaching a class fairly soon. Oh, really? Yeah. What's he going to teach? I can look it up if you is want. Is it like humiliation? He, he does a lot of the. The answer to that is yes, and yes, it's always humiliation and something. Yeah. Perfect, <laughs> splendid, perfect. Very good. So what? What is Canis? Oh, it's with a K. <laughs> yes. Uh, is that like Krampus? Creative Explorer has retaliated for my making his penis talk, and now makes my anus talk, and has dubbed it Canis. <laughs> Kathy Anus. Yes, I like it. That's what he practiced with like those couples' names, like Kathy and Anus. <laughs> Canis. <laughs> that is amazing. He just came up with that, and he made my. Asshole talk, and he's like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah, he did the same voice. <laughs> I am Kathy Zanus. <laughs> I am Kathy Zanus. Mm, I had tacos yesterday. Please evacuate the building. <laughs> My anus does not say that. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I couldn't believe those words were coming out of his mouth. I mean, he's they just weren't not, coming out of his mouth. They were coming the, out of your ass. He's not the jokey kind of person. And all yeah, of a sudden, he doesn't come off very like, "Hey, two guys walked into a bar." You I know. know. And, and all of a sudden, of he's like, "I am Kathy Zanus. <laughs> My name is Canis." <laughs> I think that's the best thing that came from that. That is amazing. That is amazing, Dell. Yes. Happy birthday. You're a pervert. Get your spankings. Happy birthday. Whips and crops and canes. Thank you. This day we celebrate the pervert that is you. Because when you're kinky, you can have your cake and beat it too. Whack, 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 whack. Happy birthday. You are great. Yay. Dell is old now. Yes. Canis, tell him. You have joined the ranks of the old. Granted, you're <laughs> on the r- the younger side of the scale, yeah, but you're now 30. It's all downhill from here, That's buddy. It. Sorry. That's yeah. it. still part of the next generation, though, TNG. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't pipe don't down, Missy. <laughs> Boogie and I want to make everyone as miserable as we are. That's okay. right. <laughs> it's an addiction. What'd you do for your birthday? Um, my birthday proper, I went to the Hello Kitty Cafe. What's and that? by cafe, I mean it's Hello Kitty themed. They sell pastries, but there's also a bar in the back. Oh my God, where is this? They sell drunk kitties. Th- they sell kitties like um, cowboy shaped kitties that are like al- like mojitos. Uh, they sell like photos and things, and it- it's all alcohol and actually fairly tasty. Wow! Wow! It's really it's cute. I've drunk kitties, just yes. a bunch of drunk Hello Kitty. I got shit. treated by. Um, Pro switches, so they both took me, and it was great. Didn't nice. have any scene, but all of the cute things. So wait a minute, nice. this is a BDSM club? No, 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 no just no, people no. I knew that work at Sanctuary took me for my oh, birthday. Oh, god! So you just mixed all Hello Kitty alcohol and BDSM? Yes. Well, that is an insane birthday, as far as I'm concerned. That's pretty good. Yeah, nice. Hello Kitty, very good. Anyone else have anything? I just had a lot of sex today. It was fun. I did too. It was great. It was fun. It was good rapey. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. Damn, everybody's having sex. It was rapey. Today. Was it rapey it sex? Was, it, well, Who it, well, did you rapey? Well, I mean, of course, Bunny, duh. She walked in the door. Duh. Uh, and, and, but then it was fun because, you know, we were going to do some roles. This is where, this is actually good. Because sometimes you have an idea and it's like, oh, we're going to do this type of role play. And you come in the door and it's like, I'm, I have now prepared. My role play, 
I'm ready to go. And then I start doing it. And you can see within like 15 seconds, the look from the other person is like, uh, we're going to have to do some adjustments here because they're not in that headspace. And then you're trying to work around it and you keep going. And then eventually you're kind of like abort. And then instead of doing this, you have to kind of make these adaptions. And, and, and what's good about that is we know each other very well. We've communicated endlessly. So that's one of the benefits of having partners that you've played with a number of times is that you can kind of just flow you know it's like okay well i know she likes this this and this and i like this this and this and this this and this is not going to work so instead let's just humiliate mew who hates humiliation and i'll start pretending that she's my wife who wants to have babies and then mew starts squirming like oh god don't do this to me (laughs) she looks uncomfortable right now i'm like my sweet little wife that the lord has given me the bible tells you to submit she looks so uncomfortable and then you know bunny was you know dressed as a boy so she was gonna fuck my wife and you know and it got off so that made her smile so yeah (laughs) and and then of course bunny's in and mew's just flopping all oh god no and then it then it became kind of rapey and then all of a sudden mew's like well i had I do kind of like rape. <laughs> Does she really talk like that? Yeah, that's how she talks. <laughs> that's why she doesn't talk on the show, because it's really fucking annoying. And oh. she's like, here I am. By the way, I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> she's laughing. So it was kind uh, of Nobody fun. believes you, Boogie, that our sweet little new talks like Nobody that. believes anything I say, so <laughs> why not just say anything? Is that your motto? That's it. <laughs> Don't that believe one? anything I say, but it may be uh, you know food for thought. Okay, That's whatever. It. So what else we got? I don't think anyone else has got anything. Is that for it? Potato mayhem. Is that it? Everyone's have. Well, then let's move on. That life helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king shaming world. What the hell was that? This is a post by Christmas Bunny, who is one of our returning authors. And this was suggested by, of all people, Dell. Bye. Yeah. Who left me the very lovely at Kathy, which I love because I just go right over there. Somebody ferreted this out for me. And do I people ever to. troll you and put at Kathy over pictures they think you'll hate? No, but I have been we getting might now. pretty <laughs> consistently someone named Kathy, but not like spelled my name, mm. but someone who keeps putting at Kathy to right. get them to come over. And I keep going over, why did somebody bring me over to this freaking picture? Mm. It's very annoying, but yeah, I'll tell you this right now. Don't troll Kathy. Please don't troll me. So this is called Communication 101, Be Honest With Yourself. Uh, she says, we have strange relationships with feelings in our society. We like to believe some feelings are bad and that we need to stop having them. The truth is that feelings aren't right or wrong. They just are. By giving ourselves permission to have feelings rather than trying to stamp them down, we leave room to explore the roots of those feelings. This is a pretty long post. I'll say right here in the middle, she talks about several things like jealousy and feeling sad and and specifically deals with those and goes on to say, once we have taken a moment, we can ask ourselves why we think we are feeling those things. Without taking the time to truly understand ourselves, there's absolutely no way to communicate what we need to a partner. So the next time you find yourself struggling with negative emotions, remember to stop 
Take a moment to reflect, and if necessary, let your partner or partners know that while you have some things to share, you need to spend some time processing where your emotions are coming from. I like that. I love it. I like it a half a clap on that. I, I'll you. tell you why I love it is because that's exactly how I do things. Really? I almost I have to write them down. I have to get my thoughts in order. I have to figure out because my feelings, I imagine, are like a lot of people's, but for sure mine is just a jumbled fucking mess going on in there, and it's hard to corral everything and get it in order to really figure it out what it is that I'm I'm going through. So I will often tell Creative Explorer, I'm just, just leave me alone for a little while. I got to just process. I'm not spiraling. Don't worry. And I literally just start writing it down. And and then when I'm done, usually by next week, he, can, he and I can go over whatever it is. I just happens. want you to know, Kathy, that what? is not the majority of uh, relationship interactions. Well, I wouldn't do all that if it weren't for my crazy head. I can't think I, straight when all these emotions are going nuts. Whatever your head is crazy or not, I'm just saying that is the most practical fucking thing that you could possibly do is to take a moment before you come out with your feelings because, once again, your feelings are valid because you're feeling them, um, but it doesn't mean that it may not be based off uh, catastrophizing judgment or, uh, you know, something impulsive or some past trigger or whatever, and taking that moment to actually sit and analyze what am I feeling, what's the real mo- And it may turn out the other person is a fucking dick and you have to confront that behavior. There's absolutely... That's true. That is absolutely a part of it. Um, in, the, in the 12-step programs, they call it taking a personal inventory and that is uh, asking the question, what is my part in this situation? How did I either make it worse, not make it better, or contribute? And a lot of times people do. They just they spin, catastrophize, jump in, you, 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 did this to me, 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 you, you, you. And they have a script in their head how it's supposed to turn out. And usually it's the other person groveling in their imagination and saying, oh, my God, honey, I was so wrong. I was so desperately wrong that you are right. So let me go to therapy. And, and, and then you don't get that response. And then it becomes a bigger fight and, and whatever. But when you spend some time and you do that inventory and you go in and, and you – and there was another part in the article that says if you can't take an honest look at yourself, how can you have an honest conversation? Exactly. Because you're only participating with one with one judgment. You're not even participating with you as a person. That may be fallible – and prone to uh, occasional misinterpretation or, or whatever. So I think if more people took that pause before running in and going, what am I really feeling? What is this? What is it? Is it a feeling in my stomach? Is it, you know, is it an angry? Is it, you know, even to just start from the physical and then move into how this thing affected you, I, I just... I can only imagine so many relationships would be saved. Right. But I got to say, this is a learned skill. When I was younger, my my attempts (laughs) at communicating were disastrous because I I didn't know how. And made made worse by the fact that uh, I used to get depressed often. I could not control my feelings. It was hard for me to figure out for myself who I was and what I was going through and how much of these were rational, how much were irrational, how much actually needed to be spoken out because someone else needed to take some responsibility, how much of it was entirely mine. These are all things that I I hate saying this and I wish it weren't true, but I didn't start to learn until my 40s, early 40s. Yeah. Real, solid, 
skills that helped me communicate well. Because so. there's also an arrogance sometimes you go in with, and that's like when you start getting into that inventory where you have this tremendous feeling like I've been wronged, this person has wronged me. So even the thought, like, you know, and there's some things that on the scale of wrongs are legitimate wrongs, but any inkling or indication that you might have had something to do with it, to perpetuate it, to not protect yourself, to keep yourself in that situation long enough for that thing to happen, anything that would point any responsibility towards you is usually met with this repulsion. I didn't do anything wrong. This, you know, And then when you get more into it, you can see, wow, maybe I did have a part in this. Maybe not in the situation, but I surely had a part in how I handled myself or a part of how I allowed myself to be in these situations. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just another thing that we don't do a lot. No, we <laughs> don't. Al, do you have anything to say? Um, not much else than what you guys said. Like, okay. it just takes a really long time to kind of get those skills. And you have to actually, like, actively work at getting to being, like, a good communicator. It's not just something that happens overnight. Like, you have to actually put the effort into doing it. So fucking true. <laughs> <Del>? still learning. <laughs> and um, even when you know them to actually to use them, because you can know a skill and then just not use it yeah. when you're sure. in the moment. And also there's um, cheating when you, you can't, like, do it all in your head. There's worksheets. Like, I have worksheets. I just make Oh, really? Copies. I They're totally great. have worksheets. I have a spiral yes. ring, and they have, like, very different things. Like, what do you want out of a conversation? And, like, how are you emotionally in a week? Like, different things. So where do you get sheets? Where I can print you copies. Not, I'm j- okay, you're not for the entire planet and all of our listeners, but... Like, so, see, that's kind of, I'm like, I think that's a great idea. I never, I mean. If you search um, CBT, not that kind, or DBT, (laughs) there's various forms. Dialectical. Cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavioral therapy. There's, because the later one is more like emotional regulation issues because it's originally was designed for bipolar and I think also schizophrenia. So they have issues regulating emotions, but the worksheets are valid for anyone. Sure. So what would you call that? What would you, if people were going to search online, it would be like. Conversation worksheets, communication worksheets, argument with partner worksheets. Um, Where do you find sheets? I, I, I can like the, I like the sheets thing. <laughs> I'll message Stop Kathy sheets. The, the exact name of the one that, that's in mine, but um, right. I think it's usually called in therapy like conflict revolution and conflict resolution. If you just oh, put like nice. CBT yeah, or yeah, DBT yeah, yeah. Conf- next yeah, conf- to it, okay, like, there's like, various other versions of it. And I, I just like mine. the idea because then that something like that actually helps you kind of go. It's a starting thing by point. Thing to, yeah, you need a starting point. Because, I mean, we can say you need to communicate with yourself and blah, 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 till you know, the cows come home. Um, but if you don't have some guidance, uh, sometimes you're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to look at? And yeah. that can be very daunting. And that's that's maybe why it takes you so many years to actually have a plan of how you're going to have a conversation with yourself. So I like that. I like sheets. I like th- therapy. Good. It's good stuff. Good. And thank you so much, Christmas Bunny, because she just keeps letting Ooh. us use her stuff. That's pretty good. Pretty mailbox, bitch, what you gotta say? Uncle, look, 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 
Well, I guess I that's I a new that perverted one. meal. I can forget no. it. That's, no, that's old. I remember Kat, that one. Don't let me I forget to play what? our new theme song. I did did I did get, open up the studio this morning and make our new theme song. Why do we have a, a new why theme did we song? need a new theme song? <gasps> it's just for you and me. Oh, okay. It doesn't apply <laughs> oh. it doesn't apply to anybody else on this show. I thought you meant a new theme song for the entire show. <laughs> no, 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 you don't change I mean you might like South Park did a great thing where they had the original Primus version, and then like one year they kind of went techno-y and or industrial, and then they did kind of a cowboy. And so I like that evolution, but that would require actual effort on my part. So I'm like, no, let's just be like Cheers or Taxi or you know some of the old classic shows, and they just left the fucking same theme song over and over. But no, this is Kathy and my. Per- wow, well, I'm almost, I'm afraid to hear this. Kathy, I really am. This is our new theme oh, song. God. We are old. Our socks have mold, we are bold, and our hearts are cold. We've been told that these years are gold, but we know that they're not so fucking. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? We are old, and our socks have mold. We are bold. I, I don't remember what the other line was. Oh, but we've been told that these years are gold, like golden years. <laughs> yeah. But we know it's not true. So fuck it. It's our, wow. it's our theme. It's our new theme. I like it because I, it's all true. Yeah. We should play Except it. the mold in my socks. Okay. I just... You know, sometimes... Maybe you in your faux Crocs or something yeah. or... Kathy, when you walk around <laughs> catching Pokemon for 15 hours a day, you may, may a little slight bit of mold in the socks. <laughs> so gross. You wear socks with flip-flops? No, I wear shoes. You Sometimes can, not, you do. You're not supposed to. Well, yeah, I, it, around here, but no, that's horrible for your feet. You don't wear flip flops when you go out on long walks. Unless you're a dad, huh? Not on long walks. <laughs> Podiatrists <laughs> say no, dads will do it. Yeah, flip flops. Ah, look at that. Did you just see Bunny just casually just, just trying to make you it? happy? Yeah. Well, thanks song. for that theme song. That's very. We are old. We it's are our new every. Every show. we got to okay. play the birthday song. We have to play that song. Okay. Hey, I'll take both. I don't mind. Thank you for writing us. <laughs> <laughs> a very cool. That's going to make other people look at us and go, what cool quality people. <laughs> what cool old people. They're going to start talking to us like we're old soon. They're going to go, Miss Kathy. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody better do that. <laughs> Everyone has to call Kathy, Miss Kathy. So what do we got in Perverted Mailbox? I uh, just got a couple of emails from some lovely listeners this lovely. who say, this is Artius from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I like the name Artius. I'm working on my way to being a pee-pee Zam. That's very good. Uh, this was an old email. They probably made it by now. But anyway, she says, Kathy, I like your interventions. I have interventions. And the fact that you uh. somehow keep Boogie in check. I do <laughs> not keep Boogie in check. <laughs> She says, Boogie, I like your ideas, your kinky world pointers, and the fact that you put life into the podcast. Life. And then says, Bunny and Mew, keep it up at school. Woo-hoo! Woo! It's great to hear both of you in your own way. And Unger, keep up your great ogre work and great presence everywhere. <laughs> what? Look, did, what did he do? Did he just flip us off? Probably. Oh, my God. He Look, just flipped Unger, us off. Look, Unger, somebody paid you a compliment. Isn't Thank that, you. Is that my that? fault? Why did he flip me off? <laughs> Artie, he just flipped you off. I'm just saying. Well, that's what ogres do. I guess so. I shouldn't have said that. Ironic Alley 27 writes and says, I have... Rem- oh, this is kind of weird. She says, I've removed myself from my local community due to concerns about personal responsibility in regards to specific active members. Okay. So I wanted to say thank you because being able to listen to the podcast has allowed me to keep feeling like my kinky self. This podcast gives me the connection to other people who think like myself. Well, that's nice. That is both... 
wonderful and tragic yes. at the same time because it's not, I mean when a community I, I if I understand the the writing right it, mm-hmm. it's true sometimes there's a lot of toxic people in the the area that you're in and if it's a smaller community that only has one club well you can go and play and feel shitty being around those toxic people or you can take a break and remove yourself uh, from that and if it's a small if like here in Los Angeles of course we got 20 different clubs and and all sorts of not groups exactly and things. <laughs> well I mean we, there's there's a Three. lot of there's no there's a lot of clubs out here there's we, at least eight yeah it's not public facing yes, yeah we, exactly. uh, we we definitely have more opportunities but it is kind of sad and we know this is is the case with a lot and that is definitely for Kathy and I uh, at least one of the driving forces of being here just knowing that there's those people out there that don't have as many choices and some have no community or whatever and and we get to be that little family it's kind of that's good i'm sorry she has to do that yeah i I hope it works out you know i hope that you can work through that or you know start your own dungeon or start a private party at your house or apartment or go start stealing purses i don't know hey don't tell our listeners you know purse snatching is is definitely a fetish and uh you know do it consensually. Maybe? Yeah, do it consensual. <laughs> consensual purse snatching. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I have a fetish. Can I steal your purse? Well. Well, no. Set up something like a kidnapping scene where you like negotiate it beforehand. And yes. Then, I don't know. Yeah, but then you include the... Pu- yeah, I guess... Yeah, I work. could play a little old lady with my handbag. <laughs> what do you mean play? <laughs> oh. oh. You mean, oh, man. Throw my gum at you. <laughs> we are old and our socks have mold. We are bold and our hearts are cold. We've been told that these years are gold, but we know that they're not so fucking. What's that? Our hearts are cold. They are, aren't they? Our hearts are cold. Oh, my God. We're nihilist, bitter, whatever. Yes. Look at all these wonderful (laughs) young faces here. They're like, life is just filled with opportunities. I don't think I'm just going to take things. I'm going to be positive. Accentuate the positive. You know, you're just too negative. And we're like, shut shut up. You kids keep off my lawn. <laughs> I don't even have a lawn. I'm still telling people to stay off my lawn. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just kidding. You you guys are nihilist and sad just like us. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Thanks for joining. At least they look pretty. Thanks for Yeah, they do. They look a lot. Yeah. You look wanna, pretty too, Kathy. Aw. Uh, notice I was uh, left out of that compliment. You were Thanks. conspicuously absent from that conversation. Well, you Don't recently you hadn't been insulted. Like, huh? she needed a boost. Well, you know, that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, now is uh, new segment time, new what? segment time, new segment time. What? Your cup runneth over, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> if you fill it with blood, then it won't become a clot. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's now the jingle. Take it away, Al. Hey. So <laughs> hi, Al. Hi. So we're, we were going to, we had a show, um, we had a show a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about the menstrual cup, and you had said that you were going to come back with some information. I, yes, I did. And, and I uh, am here and with information. Tell us, tell us about this. Now, what is the menstrual cup? Uh, so it's a small silicone cup. It's like the size of a shot glass, and it's shaped like a funnel, and it has like a little tube on the end of it and it's basically just silicone so it's really soft and you just kind of like fold it in half stick it up there it makes like a it creates like a suction cup kind of thing up in your vagina and it keeps any blood from leaking out and all the blood goes into the cup um and you can leave it in for like 12 hours which is cool 
Wow. And you can take it out at any point. Holds it about one ounce of blood, which is like two times the amount of like a heavy flow pad or a tampon. So it can hold a right. lot of blood. Right. Um, and to take it out, you basically just reach up in there, squeeze it a little bit so it breaks the seal, pull it out, dump it in the toilet, rinse it out, and mm-hmm. put it back in. And you do that for your whole period. It's... Yeah, these have been along cool. for a lo- uh, around for a long time. Yeah, they've actually they were invented in the 1930s, but they didn't really become popular in America until the late 2010s. And in the 1930s, they used to lube them with Lysol to put them in because that was more hygienic. What? Yeah, totally. You're making uh, this shit up. No, there was. I wouldn't be surprised. There was back then. Uh, you know, these were all male doctors, and they said, you know, let's let's. You're put making some, this up. Okay, maybe not with the cup, but, but I did read that in the 30s or in the like whatever back in those fucking lower Paleolithic eras, <laughs> um, that doctors recommended douching with Lysol to clean yourself out. Oh, and so, I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. assholes. There was bad. Bat, I mean, there's bad info today, but it was actually a lot of... So 2010s, that, that's when it started yeah, to become Yeah, popular. it started becoming really popular in America in the 2010s, and ever since then, it's just been booming. Like, there's a million different brands now that make these cups, and it's just Do the insane. Ins- I see, I started using it in the 90s. So you... Okay, well, you don't use it well, now. I don't use it anymore. <laughs> because I'm old, and my heart is cold. Yes, damn right. Damn skippy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they became more mainstream just yes. lately. Like yeah, I a think lot in the last few years, it's, I think it's it's really switching. With the whole, like, you know, eco-friendly thing, people are just like, oh, you can... Because they last up to, like, 10 years if you take care of them. So for 10 years, See, you won't be now, throwing stuff in the trash. <laughs> now, this is what... I, and I had this question we said we were going to... Did you get to do any research on... Because there's so many women now that are after 10, 15, 20 years of having breast implants mm-hmm. that uh, not the, you know, obviously they fill them with saline the last 20 years and mm-hmm. not uh, whatever silicone. Um, but even just having that plastic in your body at micro deterioration is causing all these autoimmune disorders and whatever. I have one friend in, in Texas that is just literally just violently health problems i have my other friend who had her breast implant that should be our next segment because that and that so that's a question on you you have that up inside you for not permanently like breast implants but Mm -hmm. you know four to six days a month you have this in your body and if you're keeping it for that many years there is going to be some level of micro deterioration on the on the silicone and that would be absorbing back into your system and can that I did look into that, and I didn't see anything about that. So I don't think that's really a concern with okay. the menstrual cup. Um, yeah. It kind of... The only thing that I saw that was kind of a hazard with it is if you don't wash your hands like any other tampon and you put mm. it in, you're going to give yourself some sort of infection. Sure, sure. So that's kind of like the only health risk I saw with okay. the menstrual cup that they've studied anyway. Currently, okay. Then you really got to be careful with that because it's so easy to just walk out of there and not wash your hands or just oh, rinse yeah. off your hands yeah. and... And that's not something you, you don't want to fuck with that when you're inserting things inside of you. You absolutely no, should yeah. be washing with warm, soapy water. And and it might be kind of awkward and if you go to like a public restroom to take it out or something, but like no one's going to care. Just go wash your hands. Go wash the cup out. Like it's fine. Just wipe it out with like toilet paper before you take it to the sink. So wash it so, out. So wait a minute. You're washing your, your blood cup in the sink? Yeah, this is not a good thing. I mean, people are going to care. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> it, look, yeah. It's not It's not that big a deal because you're washing your hands after you wipe your ass anyway out in the sink. Right. So I'm just saying it's not a graphic. Okay. So what you do is you take it out, you dump it in the toilet, 
you just kind of like wipe it out so there's no actual residue left on it other than like micro whatever and then just wash it out in a sink and then put it back Uh, in. Once again, I, I... I'm pretty liberal on on that, but mm. when you're talking about people that are very paranoid about bloodborne pathogens and things like that, and you don't know what every single person has, and now they're splattering blood in the sink, some people might be very uncomfortable with that. That's fair because yeah. not everybody is going to be as efficient as Al. Uh, let me just removing tell you their that, cups. I was because not as a janitor <laughs> as a fucking janitor. I have seen what I thought was somebody had an abortion or a miscarriage in the bathroom. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I even was like, hey, and I didn't even think about the cup and that it might have been, you mm-hmm. know, just somebody had. Well, I think that's just someone being an asshole at that point. But once again, there <laughs> yes. are assholes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, well, or, you know, maybe they did have a miscarriage or, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. You know? I did not have a good time with those things in a public restroom because let me tell you. Maybe I mean, and it it took me a while to figure out how to do it stealthily so nobody could see, but it is a pain to have to get that thing out. You're going to you get the shit all over your hands. At least I did because I always had really heavy flow periods. I mean, I I unfortunately was one of those <laughs> people popped. who had who had the cramps and the heavy flow. My, I just had an absolutely abysmal time as a teenager and that was not an easy thing to do is to maneuver my way, open the ba- the door without getting my blood anywhere, go over there, rinse it out, and then hobble back into the stall because I didn't have actually pulled my pants up all the way because I'm still bleeding a little. Right. And then, because it, it doesn't come out all nice and neat like you would imagine. It's just, if you accidentally tilt it the wrong way, oh my God. See, I don't have See? that issue, so yeah. I didn't. <laughs> that's not this is amazing. <laughs> it is. This for those of you out there, if you're if you're lucky and you don't have that that problem like Aldous, that's great. Everybody, every woman is different. Every woman is, sure. and the, and and your period is going to change over the course of your life. So I used to have really bad cramps. I stopped having cramps in my uh, late thirties. I was really happy about that. Um, but don't feel bad if, like me, you have a lot of trouble doing this stuff. It's a lot easier at home because the sink See, is well, within reach. I don't even well, have to I mean, stand up. Wouldn't that be like a consideration? I mean, we're just trying to find the best the best choices for all women I to mean, have. something that I try to do when I'm using the cup is I'll try to empty it out. Because you can work for tw- or put it in for 12 hours, I'll try to do it like at night when I take a shower. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wait till I'm like at work and I can use like a work restroom the next day to like empty it out again so right. it's not like super yeah. public like there are still people who go in there but it's just people that you know and like right, you know. right, right. yeah there are all kinds of tricks that you well, yeah, use. yeah i mean once again it, it's it's something a lot of women uh now use and uh and and if it's effective then then why not absolutely why not uh is it going to be perfect for for every vagina no, per, per, you typically a lot of people have to end up going through several different brands to find the one a that, cup that fits them right, correctly right, yeah right. so Cool. Can't just cut a water balloon in half and just stuff it up there. Boogie. I no. wish. Maybe, what? maybe have Unger with his clown, uh, you know, balloon pump. I don't and just like just fill it in there. Did, did no. you just advise just our listeners to p- pump air into their vaginas? <gasps> oh yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's Hi. bad. No, no, just do that. I'm like, no, just a balloon. No, but if the balloon <laughs> pops, you're gonna you're gonna have an embolism. Some douchebag is just gonna get it all. Okay, wrong. don't fuck anybody with a balloon unless it's a water balloon. Huh? Uh, uh, you can even get a water balloon up. You could. Mm. Well, no. That's a here's challenge. <laughs> oh my God! Look, Uh-oh. Mew. Mew is just nodding her head like this. Like 
this like total doctory. <laughs> yes, hmm, how it can, this can work? be done. If you insert the water balloon into the vagina and then take a slow-moving source of water okay. and fill the balloon with water inside of the vagina, now there's no air. Now you're getting that stretching feeling. It's kind of like when I fuck Mew and pee inside her. Uh, did did mm. he just say that? Yes, mm. he did. Oh. You don't do that? You've never done that? Mm. No. no. Oh, my God. Buddy, you thing. do not. What? Mew. Oh, she's oh, nodding. She's, look at her. She's oh. like, I love it. It's the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. You've never, oh. d- you've never had that done? Ew. No, listen. You drink a lot of water and flush out all the toxins, so it's basically just clear water. You know what? I'm sorry. It is one thing for Al to pee in a bucket. It is another for you to pee into Mew. It's That's Mew's favorite thing in the world. No. It is literally her favorite. And it's Bad very buggy. difficult. Takes a lot of skill. Yeah, it? right. To pee. <laughs> takes a, no, it does because you have to not be completely. I've talked about this on the show, haven't I? I don't think you have. I've, I've never I, heard it. I've never and talked I've about. Listened to every show. Oh, really? Well, then, yeah, peeing inside of people is a thing because it's like literally, like I said, you literally just fill somebody up. It's like you know whatever your fantasy of tentacles or you know horse cum, you know, just where you're just blasting gallons of cum inside of someone. It's very similar to that kind of fantasy because you're being so filled. Uh, and it's warm and, you know, body temperature and it goes inside. So, yeah, but you have to kind of you can't do it completely hard. Otherwise, you can't pee. So you kind of got to it's it's a kind of half We're thing all just looking at you where you get, <laughs> look, I'll guarantee you there's some listeners out there going, oh, yeah, I, I, am, I believe this. it's just there's none in here except for me. But nobody really nobody's <laughs> thought about that or it's too th- close to water sports for many. Huh? Well, I've tried to get her to do it, you know, or she's tried to get you to do it. Um, yeah. We should check in with Unger. Unger! Uh, she's <laughs> literally asleep. just asleep in the chair. Wake up! Unger! Yes. Yes, Boogie. Yes, is there anything going on in the chat room? Yeah, we're talking, we're... Uh, talking about peeing inside of people? Yeah, um, and other things, and personal things, and a TV show that we were watching, and... You're watching TV during the show? Kind of. Well, <laughs> doesn't hurt my feelings. It, it's it's relevant. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it a show about peeing inside of people? N- uh, no, uh, but it's a show for sadists. Oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. What is this? Uh, it's called Flinch. And oh, I, this is a game show, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. What? what tell I just read about this. Go ahead, tell them. Well, the whole thing is, if you flinch, you lose. And oh. they do things like swing tires at you and stuff. It's like it's like right up my alley for cake. I want to do this at at threshold. It's truly and horrible. They punish you for flinching. Yes. Like they'll, they'll shock you with a cattle prod, which that I sounds amazing. So in, that, so, in other words, your basic human instinct to protect yourself and not be hit by a tire is being yeah. negatively reinforced. Yep. And then they have judges you. to judge it is if you actually flinch. I mean, it is predicament bondage situations done for, um, for entertainment. <laughs> well, you know. It's yeah. basically stuff I do here. Risk aware consent. It is a, a full. It is a kinky game show. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that they set out to do that, but it's it amazing. Yes. <laughs> B- you know, go on YouTube and and pull. I want to go watch this. Yeah, I want to go home. I want to go watch this. So you amazing. like get a bucket of ants and like just like oh, dump it on. Don't someone. they do horrible stuff with insects and that rats and rats? Yes. Is it just like a revamp emus? of Fear Factor or something? Did you say emus? Emus. Emus? Dude, emus will fuck you oh, up. Oh, the goats. The goats. The goats <laughs> was pretty awesome. 
<laughs> I love all of this out of context. Yeah, look how Mouse animated traps. Ogre looks now. Look at him. An animated ogre. He Mouse likes traps, fear. electricity, um, all kinds of... Yeah. It's pretty... Bless you. Bless you, Sniffles. Stinky stop little, stinky cheese stop throwing your, ner- your germs over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, Unger? Nothing else going on in there? No. no that's enough, really. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that just sounds awful. Oh, when you find your love life waning and you might need some explaining, come to us for some fucking advice. See, I would move. I wouldn't flinch. I would just move that if a tire... That's flinching. That counts as flinching. I don't care. I don't care. They count, they count blinking. I don't care. Wow. I blink. But then you I get shot. I would not be good on you this. You would lose right no, away. No, I would fucking shoot someone. Don't put that... I would not volunteer. They, they tie you... They actually strap you down with, with like, zip ties. I would not do that. The, yeah, well, I would yeah. just not volunteer <laughs> for that show, ever. That You know whose show that sounds like? My Michelle. Oh yeah, yeah. Right my Michelle alley. Hollywood Daddy and me. She yes, basically, <laughs> and that's Flinch. She created that's the Flinch. show. Yes, <laughs> she's a producer. <laughs> yeah, she's a producer on the show. That's her side gig. Oh, that's pretty. That funny. she does. All right, Boogie. What are we talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? This you said. Let's do it next week, and we'll research it, and we'll talk. Come up with something. Oh, that's you. Well, who was that? I thought there was a letter that somebody wrote about hair pulling. Yeah, they just asked about it. It oh. was a, a somewhat non-coherent <laughs> I letter. Something down. No, Boogie, I, I hadn't. Just, I just see hair pulling. Yeah, let's talk this about that. This is where we need the girls. This is uh, the girls. One of the they, girls they, just they, went to lie down. She's not feeling good. <laughs> oh, the one that I was going to pull the hair the most on. Oh. Ah, that's all right. Go sleep, pumpkin. Look at you. She's got a chicky blanket around. She's dying. You little sniffly. She's dying. Yeah. You know what was great? Is that she's all sniff and, and and sicky and sniffly, and then she's like, you know, sometimes people get a little hot when they're sick, and so it's like she's like, and then I'm like, you know, trying to find Gibbles on my Pokemon map, and I turn around and she's Holy literally God. naked, bent over the bed, <laughs> just like literally with her ass just there, and I'm like, this is an invitation, isn't it? <laughs> I am not stupid. Fuck, <laughs> what else? Fuck could it the be? Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Pokemon Go. <laughs> just uh, so yeah, but now she's she's dead and sicky. But no, this was going to be. Uh, someone was asking, "Hey, can you talk about hair pulling?" Yeah, and uh, and that is. I don't think we've talked about hair pulling. No, we've talked on about this it maybe just, a little bit, yeah, but actually, like like let's you know let's kind of get into it and talk about it because obviously. Hair pulling, uh, talking about hair pulling would be almost the same as talking about eating pussy or any other number of things that are like multi-dynamic because every head of hair is different. Every set of nerves on every scalp is different. And some people get aroused by hair pulling. Some people get very pissed off by hair pulling. And then it depends on how you pull. Some people, uh, most people despise yanking. Uh, and a lot of people maybe like at the base of the scalp where you get the, the fingers as close to the scalp as you can. I mean, there's a, a million different ways to pull hair for a million different effects. And so maybe today we could kind of talk about some of those things and what you like. And both, you know, Dell has half a head of hair. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Unger has no hair anymore. His hair is short. Hey. Unger, did you ever like it when uh, when people pulled your hair? Yes, very much, especially okay. when it was down below my ass okay wow wow remember Your that hair used to be that long yes, yes. Oh my God. no actually he just cut off chunks of it and glued it to his ass no it, yes, it was that long and the fastest way people could put me to sleep was by braiding my hair 
Oh. But you liked it also being pulled. Well, that was part of braiding it and pulling on it. So, yeah. (laughs) Pulling my hair, braiding it. Loved it. Do you like pulling people's hair? Oh, yes. Does Aki get a good uh, hair pulling? Frequently. (laughs) Do you actually take her and move her around by the hair? Yes. Oh. Can, oh, Did somebody sneeze over there? Yeah, bless you, Shut up over there. Jesus. That's amazing. And she's saying sorry. That's so sad. She's like, sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> she can't Poor bunny. <laughs> Look at my ass, daddy. <laughs> okay, little sicky pants. <laughs> it's like an oven. Oh, my God. <laughs> Del, how about you? Um, Giving, receiving? I like giving. I, I have my hair short so I can't accidentally get yanked because I find when people, like, they won't bring, like, negotiations. Like, oh, hair pulling is just rough housing. It's like, ow. It's like, I keep it's it short so it can't be, like, like, they'll start, like, crink my neck they pull so hard sometimes. <gasps> Who are these people? My God, don't they know what they're doing? Nope. <laughs> because I'm they like answers. it that hard when it's done to them. It's like you no, know, I, oh I my like. God. That is the worst no, way that to is kink. The best point, Dell. Thank horrible. you very, very much. Do not approach somebody else and assume that just because you like it that way, that's the way they like it. Thank you for this fine evidence, Dell. <laughs> that you should always try to find out what the other person likes. Because they may not like it the way you like it. Yes, this is why I have a giant spreadsheet. <laughs> He's got He's a back with the paperwork. negotiation. <laughs> Dell's entire house is just, you know, how to negotiate, opening cupboards. The house know. of Dell. That's it. No, my house is a mess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, Only my brain is sorted. No, no cupboard worksheet. Well, that's very good. Al. Yes. So uh, what, what type of hair pulling are you into? Um... I like most kinds. I just I, I really don't like my hair getting yanked on. So like when somebody grabs it at the end of the hair and it gives that snap at the scalp. You don't yeah, like I don't that. like that because it usually ends up like Del said, like crinking my neck. Like it just really hurts my neck. Right. Um, but I like like a steady pull or like being led around by my hair is fun. So um, so when you mean by steady pull, it means like you're not you're you're getting that pull. And, and then you're then, holding it. And then you're holding it there and mm-hmm. you're you're kind of adjusting with the person. Which yeah. I, I yeah. also have an old lover um, who had a new lover that was unexperienced and literally moved her fucking vertebrae in her <gasps> neck. Yeah. And she had permanent uh, permanent back issues. A lot issues of people don't realize that hair pulling can actually be really he dangerous. he was fucking yeah. her from behind and just yanked. He got a handful of hair. There was about four inches of snap room and oh. he just yanked and literally just fucked up her whole neck. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, you can do some bad. damage with yeah, hair Yeah, you can do a it's, lot of, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of power. You know, you get that snap and you have a big, you know. It's each, such a normal thing, too. A lot of people don't really think about like, oh, it's actually dangerous to do yeah, that. You know. Yeah, you got to hold of somebody's neck. You, you're Because you don't have <laughs> your hands around their neck, you think, oh, well, I'm just pulling their hair. No, motherfucker. No, this, their head is attached to the fucking hair and the it's head's like attached to the yeah, neck. Yeah, that's a good comparison. It's like whiplash. Don't yeah. fucking give somebody yeah. whiplash. Yeah. Absolutely. It's horrible. So the type of hair pulling you like, like being led around, and then you like base of the scalp kind of like where someone runs uh, their fingers. I mean, my hair is pretty short anyway, but yeah, right. I, I like it when it's a little more sensual or they like, kind of like run their hands through my hair and then like grab and just kind of pull. Like, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. I know Mew likes a little uh, of the hair pulling. <laughs> she got a lot of hair to pull. What's really great, I mean, I obviously 
I I mean I I tug on my beard all the time, but when someone comes up and tries to yank my beard, I'll, <gasps> I'll literally just poke you in the fucking throat. Well, the people do that. Well, no, people. I mean, people. You know, in, in the past, have been like, oh, beard, and they give that little tug or yank to like fuck with you, and it's like I'll punch you in the fucking throat. Don't yank on my fucking beard because they're on your face. Those little in your face is wow. a lot, lot more sensitive than than your head. The nerve so, of someone. So it may not be. Well, you know, people get silly and they whatever wrestle, and and I just you know, I don't like being touched a lot, and so sometimes people will uh, have tried things in the past. They don't do it much after that. Um, usually, <laughs> they um, don't do much of anything yeah, with you after uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, but as far as pulling, um, absolutely, it's just such a great way to take control of somebody. Um, I love, uh, obviously, hair pulling and then forcing someone to suck my cock. That is great. Just put literally getting that big handful of hair at the base of the scalp and just squeezing until, like, literally I own their head. So I'm yeah. not yanking or whatever. And then I can literally just, I'm going to guide you. I now own your head and I can turn with my wrist and I can just move you where I want. I can put you on your knees. I can do things to you. So that kind of stuff I really love. But then, of course... There's also just, uh, which was very funny, uh, when I was in massage school, um, you know, I was kinky and they're like, hey, don't tell people about this dominatrix stuff that you do. It's always dominatrix stuff because that's all uh, non-kinky people know of kink. And they're all, don't try to corrupt everyone, which I totally did. I brought in cupping kits and, you know, taught, you know, hair pulling techniques and stuff like that. You know, things I learned in, in the dungeon. And I, and, and so in in uh, in massage and you're not maybe in some of the spas they don't let you do this but i mean what an amazing feeling to when you do it slowly when you're you know you're massaging the face and you're doing the temples and then you just slowly you know comb through the hair with your fingers and then gently start to increase the pressure with all the hair that you know that stimulation is amazing literally one like one of the biggest tip getters you'll get you know playing <laughs> rubbing the ears and 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 pulling the hair and it was funny because we were in massage school and there was this girl a total like scientology virgin just turned 18 Boogie, and what did you do they're like stay the fuck away from her and she was real cool and I, I, whatever i'm in school these people are not kinky i don't have an attraction to them i'm there but we you know we work and we practice on each other while we're in massage school and i had this girl and i i i did the thing with her hair she was on her back and and i you know i was working doing you know whatever manchurian face massage thing and uh and for headaches which actually works um and i start doing the comb thing and literally her like she had never had her hair pulled in her life and she just goes oh what is that? And I swear to God, my partner, who is a little more closer to my age, you know, another uh, woman that I was uh, training with, looks at me with that, just snapped the head, just looked at me, and just, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And I look at her as I have her hair, and I go, it's hair follicle stimulation technique. And she's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And the, the... my friend's just like, you fucking, 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 motherfucking. And literally the next day, this girl comes in and goes, Boogie, can you pull my hair again? <gasps> oh, Boogie. Oh, my God. That's bad. You corrupter yeah. of the innocent. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> no. Whatever. 
I said, you know, I don't have to fuck you, but it doesn't mean I can't subtly corrupt you. Into, wow, you know, she figuring. didn't even know what she was saying. She says, hair follicle stimulation. You just bring that. You know, look, you get you change the name on so many. I mean, you know, Orange Ruffy used to be called Slimehead, and nobody bought it. Just remember that type of fish. Orange Ruffy, twelve, fifteen dollars a pound, right? Used to be called Slimehead. Nobody bought it. It's an amazing tasting fish. It's all in a word. Change the name, Orange Ruffy. Yeah, you get it. You working with me? You are so hysterical sure. when you get that faux expert. Yeah, you get that feel? thing in your voice. I'm mansplaining. <laughs> Shut up, Kathy. Mansplaining going no, on here. No, you're not. I am. I mansplain. That's that it. What you do. You Wait, mansplain? are we going to do some demos of some hair pulling now, or what? No. No. Mew. Well, we got to have someone that can. Mew's respond. the only one who'll be your guinea pig. I think. I need. Well, I mean, I could do it. Uh huh. I could do it. You want to okay. give or receive? Receive. <laughs> <laughs> receive. All right, so Kathy, do you want to do some hair pulling? No, not in the mood. Jesus Sorry. Jesus fucking Okay, I guess we're Christ. not doing a double. Shut up! <laughs> My heart is cold. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go over. And so um, you talk through some different types of techniques, and uh, and we'll try them out on Al. <laughs> Whoa there. Wow, that's fast. Uh, okay. Just run over there, Boogie. Run. You really wanted to get okay. up from that chair. Uh, I'm sitting. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, what you do? I do your thing that you just mentioned. The hair your hair follicle, hair follicle technique thing. Well, I mean, first you would you start obviously with some temple massage. <laughs> Are you just fucking with it? Because you know what? You're just gonna go for it. No, I'm this just is what you do to the innocent. You start with the temple, and you well, you asked him for the technique. Huh? Well, the technique the he technique uses on the innocent. On the ears a little bit. And then where you're going to come is it's kind of like you're making a cone. Yeah, you know yeah hold on a second. Hold <laughs> on a second. Mew's going to hold the... Go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's that. There we Thank go. Thank you very much for me. So, yeah, it's pretty much like when a cop tells you to put your hands behind your head, you interlace your fingers. You're kind of doing that, except you're not interlacing your fingers. You're kind of doing it through the hair. So you're kind of coming as close to the scalp. Because if you have, once again, see how that snap is there? Even if it's like an inch away, it's not going to feel as good, and I'm going to just be pulling the neck. So if you kind of come in and dig at the scalp and find that handful, how does that feel, Al? That actually feels really good. <laughs> you should have seen her eyes. <laughs> and, then you can, and then you can start increasing the pull, and then, of course, you can turn her head where you want it and then make her suck your dick. Don't you so, move your hands up further into, like, the top of her head, yeah, too? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you can kind of, I mean, it's kind of work the whole scalp is a great way. Like, even if you just kind of, if you're coming from the side. With one And hand. I do this a lot with people with one hand. You just run your hand up the back, and then you kind of pull back, and you say, <laughs> you're going where I want, right? Yeah. Okay. Did that hurt, Al? Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm a huge masochist. So. Ah, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it really depends on how much intensity you put into the pull. Then, of course, you can just do small pulls where you just get, like, little pigtails in your hands, and you just kind of give, like, little little tugs. You're just grabbing, like, little clumps of a couple thousand strands of hair, and then you're just kind of massaging the scalp like that. What about bunching it up like a ponytail at the base of her neck and then just using Once that again, as a that's, handle? Once again, that is great, but you kind of have to... Kind of like, as a guy, I don't have hair anymore, so I don't know how to make a good ponytail. But if, because if you grab only part, then you don't get any pull on the top, and then the ponytail flies all over the place. So you have to be able to kind of twist a little and get a little bit more hair. How's that? Great, great. Okay, Okay, now, okay, well, then tell me what is wrong with that. What's wrong with it? No, I'm trying to get a good pull. So oh. talk me through the pull. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I don't know what I'm supposed to say. She's like, <laughs> she's liking it, Boogie. I think that I face was just, that hurt more than the last one. Okay. Yeah, no, no. It, it, uh, it feels great. It's just very sudden. So yeah, I think you're catching her by surprise when you do the hard pull. Yeah. Right. Like, it, do you do, do we prefer it more gradual? Usually, yeah. I Can you do that gradual, like Boogie? So you come in. All right, let's see. Get under there and just like massage the scalp and then work your way. And then just slowly close the hand. Yeah, oh. like that. Yeah, it's just a gradual like buildup of pressure on my scalp, and it feels much better than just the harsh. Like this is a good example because he didn't yank on your hair, but there is a no. limit that you have where the the last point two seconds of what he did was too harsh of a of a surprise where it just happens really fast. And yeah, it was it. just very sudden, and in some I mean, like in some cases that's if that's like kind of the scene you're going for then mm-hmm. like cool but in most cases i prefer that gradual buildup of like pressure let me just say that this is great because uh, like you said m- most people don't realize how dangerous and how au- actually how um how detailed hair pulling can be if you're not communicating well and you're just assuming like like del was saying earlier that if i like it this way that means you must like it or this is the way i've seen it done or i'm assuming this is the way they like it you won't realize that sh- that the expression on her face when you were doing it gradually and didn't do that final fast yeah, hard yeah. pull was night and day compared to what you did when it was a hard was pull a prime, yeah. yeah and you would never have known that if she didn't communicate it with you this is an indication of how much now, if you're lucky, I'm just going to interrupt myself here. If you're lucky, um, you're, you're doing it exactly the way they want and you don't have to communicate much. But that doesn't happen that often. I think that you really need to negotiate well and to communicate well to your partner in order to get a really fabulous hair pulling experience. I, yeah. totally, I agree because there's, a, I mean, I've been pulling hair for, for years and years and years. And I've had plenty of women that are like, ow, you suck at this. Like even say like, oh, guys don't know how to fucking pull hair. You know, and it's just like, okay, well, you got to tell me how you like exactly. me to pull hair because, you know, I uh, I am a guy and I can learn how you like it personally. The same was with how you like your pussy uh, licked, you know, that everyone is different. And there may be some general, you know, ideas that we've talked about where you get that full um, thing. Muse having us wrap up the hair pulling because she's a <laughs> slut and I'm going to rape her mouth later <laughs> by yanking her hair. Um <laughs> but I think I think like you said, you know, everyone is different and yeah. so just really I mean explore with your partner. You know, just say, "Hey, can we just explore hair pulling tonight?" And then just say, "Hey, we'll talk, let's talk through it and what you like because I know some people that literally the thing that drops them to their knees and makes them, you know, wet as fuck is that quick hand grab I'm taking you. Exactly, yeah. And that is their thing. Like, they, they get all shivery, but, you know, with, with Al. And I find that with Pete, it, it also depends on the thickness of the hair. And, you know, it just, I think thinner hair is more sensitive, maybe. I, I think so, yeah. Like, people who have really thin hair or just don't have a lot of hair in general, their scalps are just more sensitive than people who have really thick hair because they're... I feel like it has something to do with the fact that growing up with really thick hair, you kind of get used to yanking on right, it yeah. to, you know, get knots and stuff out of it. So you That's just kind true, of yeah. build up that hmm. tolerance. Yeah. Good. Good discussion. Good. Thank Whoa. you very much for being the demo. You're welcome. Whee-hee! Well, then I guess that's, uh, let's end on some hair yanking. <laughs> Yay. That's our show. Thank you so much to everybody listening, especially our Patreon supporters. In the Love Lab tonight, we have Anger, who is back from his... The dead. Crazy. I don't know what he did in Ohio. Woo! Lovely Al for the new segment, Your Cup Yay! Runneth Over. Woo! 
Dell, who sat in the hot seat and didn't say much. Yeah. But we love having you here, Dell. <laughs> and your boots are awesome. His oh, my existence God. is appreciated. Do you see those boots he's wearing? Yeah, oh, I complimented them. I want them. Oh, they really have pockets. Great. They have pockets. The boots have pockets. That's As a woman, fun. I need those. <laughs> Don't let her suck you in, Dell. Don't let her suck you in. You well, know, I'll let as long as she me. sucks, it's fine. <laughs> if she sucks, well, then there's some sort of transaction. But no. um, sh- <laughs> to poor Bunny over there, just lying there, being all sick and coughing, flemmy. No, she poor looks horrible. Cute little chickies. Poor little thing. Who are the two behind me? You got Panda, and you got Mew. Yay! Thank you so much for being in the audience. They came off the bed and actually came and sat. Yeah, they in actually the sat the whole time, and they're like, you know, we could have just been cuddling, <laughs> doing some groping. All he's doing is talking Please shit. Please send about your me. questions, comments, or ideas to pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com or call us at 424 226 2037. And Boogie and I will be recording our second half a PP of, of the month. That's yes, what, which is number mo- five. This week. This, yes. Yeah, this week. This uh, week. You're supposed to send me a song for us to sing. <laughs> and you haven't yet. I asked you two weeks ago <laughs> send me that song. <laughs> don't you, Mammy, Mammy? <laughs> what song are we singing? Huh? What song are we singing? I don't know. I thought we were going to sing like a uh, laughing song. Okay, the laughing song it is. Send it to me. I'll God send it damn to it. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll see you guys next week for show 213. me right in front of willing pussy limp dick while you're breaking my heart down I cannot fake a raging boner cause it's not like this chick won't notice Here we go again Another awkward situation It gets worse every time Because I'm expecting it to happen again It's not like a woman's badge ever slams shut So I'm afraid she won't understand and one day a very wise woman promised me she wouldn't judge me if I wanted to talk. I felt a lot better. And then I looked down. And there was a hot cock. And then I sodomized her. Listen up. Booze and stress. Booze and stress. Obesity. Obesity. All increase your odds. Increase your odds. Of having gimpy ween. Gimpy, gimpy, flaccid, gimpy ween. It's time to make some changes, limp dick. We're gonna work it out. You bet your tits we will. I love you, limp dick. It's okay. We're gonna work it out. Work it out. I love you, limp dick.